Misread is a book podcast where we review books, discuss topics, and provide social commentary on what's happening today. episode of Miss Red. My name is Cassie. I'm Jolene. And we have a special episode for you. Yes, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm, I'm learning about, <laughs> about this topic myself, so I'm definitely excited for this one. But before we get into it, we have some questions from you guys, and we're just going to do a few of them. We're not going to do too much. I'm only going to select two so that we can get into the rest of these. Okay. I guess we can save them for like... Yeah, as they come, yeah, as they come we along. can do them, you know, for the next episode and so on and so forth. Um, the first question, it, it comes from Sage Reads from Instagram. She's a really big supporter of our podcast. Awesome. So shout Thank out to you. Sage Reads. And she asks, how do you maintain a podcast, a social presence, read and tend to your everyday task? Because she's saying she, she started and she's struggling. I don't know. I think we're struggling. <laughs> I'm struggling, girl. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> you know, I read this week that there is no balance in life. That's why we're constantly balancing. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. So I think for me, I definitely struggle. Yeah. But I think I'm committed to the things that I decide to take on. Yeah. And so that gives me the push I need to do the podcast, tend to my everyday tasks go to work read and all this stuff and honestly quick tip if you caught off social media if you just use two hours of your day where you would normally check in and out of social media and put that time into let's say reading for example you would be surprised at how much you can actually get done yeah and I think um I'm not sure if you have a podcast by yourself or with a partner but I think we support each other yeah. Pretty well. And yeah. with each other's schedules, we try and accommodate for, you know, the other person with their what they've got going on. Because, of course, life happens. Yeah. And a tip that I have, because I'm a driver and I'm always in my car, audiobooks. Um, I've never really been big on audiobooks before. But uh, at the rate that I'm reading now more, yeah. I would definitely say that audiobooks have been a big help. Because in general, when I'm in my car, I'm not, I'm not a... I'm not always a music person. I like talk radio. So yeah. uh, having an audiobook is kind of like perfect for me. So. And the second questions come from Voodoo Child. And that's my friend Jeff. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff because he's also a really big supporter of our awesome. podcast. Thanks, Jeff. So I've known Jeff for about 10 years now. And he's a really cool dude. He's actually in the film industry as well. Awesome. And he, his first comment is that we should talk more about our dating life. Oh, okay. Maybe okay. some people want to get more. They want to get to know us? Yes. On a personal level. Personal. Yes. <laughs> and his question is, is your homegirl single? Oh, as a me? Yes. <laughs> is there anyone else that calls this, this podcast? <laughs> He's my friend, so he knows my status. He's trying to learn yours. <laughs> I am not single. I am happily in a relationship. And yeah, that answers that. And as we get more personal, I'm sure you guys will hear me talk about my loved one. But yeah, I'm I'm happily taken. There you so. go. There you go, Jeff. And thank you for submitting questions. We love to hear from you guys, so don't be shy and keep sending them in. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. Okay. Maybe one day we'll just have a whole Q&A episode. We can do that. All right. 
So today we're going to talk about something, something fun. We're going to talk about comic books and mangas. I'm big on mangas and I'm big on comic books. Jolene, not so much. (laughs) So I think it's a great episode for those who are not really into comic books or not really, uh, don't really know a lot about that scene. Yeah. It's a good way to get to know some books to read, some, some that are easier to get into. And there's so many ways we can go about this, you know, because there's so many comic books that have been adapted to films or even right. TV shows right now. That's true. And so if, you, if you're if you not into reading as much, you could watch the show and then from there be like, okay, maybe I want something more in-depth or more detailed so that way you revert back to the book or, you know, vice versa. Yeah. I've been learning, like, so much, like, even with us having to do this episode and me having to, like, look into things and research. It was really interesting. Like, I really realized how much I don't know about manga and all that kind of stuff. What I didn't know was, I didn't know that manga is technically the written version and anime is when it's uh, on, TV. on TV. Yes. I thought manga and anime were, like, interchangeable terms. Uh, yeah. So I learned that. So mm-hmm. that was pretty, that was pretty interesting. Um I was exposed to it growing up in the sense of, like, the really big shows like uh, Dragon Ball Z and is Pokemon... You know, I was wondering if Pokemon comes from a book. I wasn't able to verify that information. Okay. But I'm guessing it was. I'm guessing it should probably come from a manga. Yeah, and I I, um, loved Sailor Moon when I was a kid and stuff like that. So, I mean, in that loose sense... It is I manga. A, yeah, I have an inter- introduction, but never really read much of it. Never mm-hmm. really, like, you know, super got into it. I don't know. Is it because it, it just didn't capture your attention? I guess so, yeah. I mm-hmm. think when I was younger, I read I read different types of books. I wasn't really into comic books. Um, my, I have an older sibling, so a lot of my influence came from the stuff that she was into. And my sister is a big, like, academic. So I kind of mimicked you know the things that she did and the things she read and she was into so maybe that's that's why but yeah yeah. on my side I definitely grew up reading a lot of mangas so like you mentioned Dragon Ball Z Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball was like so big growing up everybody in my class was reading it and it was such a moment like we would, like, compete with each other to know which tome are you at. Like, I finished this one. Where are you at? I'm at Dragon Ball 16. Where are you at? I'm at yeah. Dragon Ball yeah. 20. <laughs> and Dragon Ball is such a good series. I actually Googled, um, and in my research, I found out that it's the second best-selling series of mangas around the world. Wow. And I'm sure a lot of you know about Dragon Ball, but for those who don't know, the story follows the adventures of Sengoku. And by the way, the names I'm going to say today are totally French <laughs> because I read I read this series in French and I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> so the story follows the adventures of Sengoku from childhood to adulthood as he trains in martial arts and explores the world in search of the Dragon Balls, seven magical orbs which summon a wish-granting dragon when gathered. Along his journey, Goku makes several friends and battles villains, many of whom also seek the Dragon Balls. So the series has Sengoku, which is the main character, and is this little boy that we meet, and he's super strong, he has a really pure heart, and he gets trained by this Kind of crazy, funny, perverted men. In French, we call him Monsieur Genial. In English, I read that it's Kame Senin. So I'm not sure about this name. Sorry if I'm butchering it. But 
in French, we used to call it Monsieur Génial, and Monsieur Génial taught Sengoku this technique called Kamiyamiya. And in our school grounds at lunch, we would literally do this technique every day. It was just so cute. It was just so crazy. So I love this series, and I've never watched the anime version of it. Okay. Uh, you know how I feel about yeah, movie and TV like adaptation of something of a book that I love, so I never actually read it. But there's a follow-up. So I think the series started in the 80s and ended in the 90s. Okay. And in 2015, I think they restarted the next wave of Dragon Ball um, in, in terms of mangas. Okay. I think the anime is still available. Um, so, I mean, I definitely recommend it. I you know, it. it's funny. So, mm-hmm. you know, me being me... When I did a bit of my research on Dragon Ball, I was looking at a few forums that were like discussing different things about Dragon Ball Z. And supposedly there's a character, Mr. Poo Poo. <laughs> and he's like dark skinned. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of the only dark characters in the series, really. Uh, supposedly, don't, you know, I'm not sure you guys I think can it, let us that, know, but. that has to be anime. Because I don't remember yes, seeing yes. a black person in the mangas. But here's the, the, the funny thing is that he's, if the way he dresses, it's more, and like the fact that he has a magic carpet, a lot mm. of people assume he's more South Asian. Okay. But his skin is like black, like the color, like it's completely black. Mm-hmm. But his name is Mr. Poo Poo. Okay. So yeah, so there was like some interesting <laughs> forums on like, you know, just. <laughs> they, they, you know what I'm un- getting at? Like, there are undertones. You know, in yeah, a lot of mangas, I feel like in a lot of comic books, I don't know if they get a pass or if it's they do it um, purposely to to talk about, like, certain social topics. I'm not too sure. It doesn't... I mean, so mangas are really action-packed, so I wouldn't say it's social-driven. It's not, it, you know? Right. But they do, like, in Dragon Ball, Mr. Genia, the guy who trains Sengoku, he makes a lot of lewd comments all the time you know what I mean and like it wouldn't pass in a novel it wouldn't pass in any other book but because it's a manga Mm. and it's like it's funny yeah it's lighthearted. I guess I think they get a pass Pass. for like things and comments that normally wouldn't it wouldn't because I'm like I don't want to be the person to bring the controversy to like everyone's loved you know childhood Mm -hmm. you know anime and manga or manga Mm -hmm. um but I don't remember him. I, I don't remember him. Yeah. Else I think he would have stuck in my mind. He probably would have stuck in your mind. But yeah, a lot of people talk about if there's any black characters. And then they went into talking about Mr. Poo Poo. And he flies a magic carpet. And he's, you know, got the turban. Yeah. And the whole thing. And his skin is black. And and it's so funny because there's a guy in there in uh, Dragon Ball called Piccolo. Piccolo, first of all, he's the most stylish of them all. Oh. <laughs> and in, in the anime, he's green. But you can tell even in the drawing that he has a lot of style. And I would actually think he's from Asia or South Asia just by the the garments that he wears and the style that he okay. he has. It could he could either be from South Asia or North Africa. Okay. But you know when you read the manga, you can see that he's darker than like you know Sengoku, but you wouldn't say that oh he's black or he's brown, you know. And in the show, they made him green. Oh, okay. Um. So sometimes the race can be can be ambiguous, right? And right. you can tell more so by the clothes. That they wear. Right, that they try and associate. Yeah. That makes sense. Another, uh, I don't know if you've ever read that one, Archie. Yeah, so I've read Archie. Mm -hmm. I've had a few of the the Archie books. You take them uh, when you're at the grocery line and stuff like that. But I don't remember, like, 
too much of the characters other than the really the main ones. Obviously, Archie, Veronica, Betty, um, Jughead. Oh my god! Like <laughs> you say, oh my god! Like you had a crush on Jughead? No, 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 no. In my head, I was like the dumb one, but oh, <laughs> that's what you're thinking. That's why I'm that. <laughs> Trying to be politically correct here. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think reading Archie, I was obsessed with Archie. Me too. I used to pick it up when I would yeah. be like at the grocery store and things like that. And um, all my life, I wanted to be Betty. But I'm not. I'm Veronica. You're Veronica. It's okay. I've accepted it. <laughs> it's fine. A conscious this, this one. <laughs> a conscious one. A conscious, you know, intelligent, well developed, but still bougie Veronica. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are it. those are good choice words for Veronica. So <laughs> we'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah, Archie was really big. Archie was uh, before us, though. Before our time, for sure. Because mm-hmm. I have older cousins that grew up on Archie that are. You know, decades older than us. Yeah. So, Archie's been around for quite a while. It's been around for a long time. I mean, they, yeah. they have a show now. It's on TV. It's called Riverdale. That's what that is? Yeah. It's oh. based off of that. I've never watched it, but it's based off of that. Oh, my God. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, do you watch it? I don't watch it, but when I was looking up, like, for the podcast, mm-hmm. I was looking up, you know, stuff about the different, um, you know things that we were going to cover today when i was looking up archie i did see this one article that was talking about archie and riverdale and i I didn't i didn't go into it but i'm seeing now i I get the connection okay that's interesting oh my god i think i want to there's a lot of shows that stem from that's true comic books and things like that that's true if i could suggest another one that's also a manga it's called renma renma and a half Okay. And basically, the story revolves around a teenage boy named Renma Saotome. Don't you love Japanese name? Saotome. <laughs> Sounds so powerful. I know. And he has he's trained in martial arts. And as a result of an accident during a training journey, he is cursed to become a girl when splashed with cold water. While hot water changes him back into a boy. So, throughout the series, Renma seeks out a way to rid himself of his curse while his friends, enemies, and many fiancés constantly (laughs) hinder and interfere. Both me and my brother followed this collection. It's super funny. It's hilarious. I don't remember if I finished it because I'm not... Are you a library person? I am. Oh, my God. My library card was like my... Especially as growing up, oh yeah. God, it was like a credit card. I felt like I could do anything with it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I'm terrible with library cards. Really? <laughs> I can take a book and never return it. And not because I don't want to, just because I forget. I never respect the deadlines. That's why I always buy my books. Girl, I still owe the money from like 1995. Really? <laughs> and like sometimes you can switch libraries and just go to another one. And then you're just like, at the end, I'm like, I'm running out of libraries here. Like, I literally have to buy my books. So... I think something happened with that series, which is why I didn't finish it. Right, right. But still, it was really, really dope, and I definitely recommend it. That's good. Maybe I'll look into that. That would be a good one for me to read. I, I'm interested in the fact that he goes in and out of genders, and I'd like yeah. to see like, how that plays out in terms of, you know, what are his traits when he's a girl? He just gets boobs. Boy. Does he act different, though? It's not simply that he acts different. It's more so that from the people who know who he is, he has to hide it. Like, do they do things where he's, like, more sensitive? No, none of that. that? None of that. And he actually, he'll use it to his advantage depending on the situation. (laughs) You know, there's also, it's always, like, action-packed. It's always, there's a lot of adventures in these books. Okay. So I feel more that 
they took on the humorous side of it and so some people would trick him because they knew that he uh. would that he had that condition and it's something that he's trying to hide but some people like you know his enemies or people who are trying to get at him they know about it so they'll throw some water at him and just watch him <laughs> transforming with boobs and all that stuff but it's like it's lighthearted. That's it's funny. lighthearted, but it's it's really cool. Did you know that um, the visual approach and concepts of manga was first introduced in the Western world by a black man? Really? Yeah, his name is Vernon Grant. He's known for his, uh, uh, I guess you can say, comic book series called The Love Rangers. Okay. Yeah, I believe he was in the army and he was stationed in Europe. And he learned a lot about like Japanese culture and French culture, and I think he sp- he speaks both spoke both languages. He's he's passed away now, um, and then he eventually went to Tokyo, and that's where a lot of his influence came from. And um, yeah, so he started a series called Love Rangers, okay. and basically it was uh, a space crew. Uh, they were mixed race, so they're all different races, and they were a space crew that traveled the universe, trying to like bring love and harmony to like oh. different planets and. You know, stuff like that. And and the ship was commanded by a male and female shipmaster who have equal responsibilities of everything. Nice. Yeah, so I, I found that interesting. But yeah, he was he was the first person to kind of bring the Japanese, you know, form of cartooning and translate that into like English language cartooning from that we see in, you know, mangas yeah. here in Western culture. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, was a black man. I thought that was really, really cool. That's so. nice. We got to thank him. I got to thank him for Dragon Ball. Yeah, I yeah. think so. A series that I talk a lot on my Instagram, my friends know I'm obsessed about it. It's called Saga. And Saga is, I wouldn't say it's a comic book. I would say it's a graphic novel, but sometimes the lines get blurred. <laughs> the storyline is Alana and Marco. They're, they're lovers. And they come from different worlds whose people are at war with one another. So Alana comes from Lentfall, which is the largest planet in the galaxy. And Marco is from Reth. And people from where they wield magic. And because the destruction of one of their worlds would send the other spinning out of orbit, the war was outsourced to other worlds. So Alana and Marco are, you know, they come from these different places that are at war with each other. Marco's a, a soldier. He gets imprisoned and Alana is his guard. And the day they meet, you know, sh- they have a short conversation and he's saying basically that he doesn't believe in all this violence anymore and he thinks there are other way there's another way to bring the two together. Right. And so she falls in love with him. They both fall in love with each other and they escape and then they have sex and they have a child. Oh wow. <laughs> so then they're so then everybody from both her world and his world come after them. So they have a hitman called the Will whose mission is to find them but not kill them because they have a child. Basically they ha- he has to bring them back alive. There are other forces working against them, exactly. but against all odds they're able to make it and they're able to raise their child and their relationship is definitely affected. But what I really love about that book is that, first of all, the images are beautiful. They're really amazing. And uh, the characters are very different. Like, Alana, I'm not sure, you know, her ethnicity, but she's dark-skinned. Marco, he has horns. One of their enemy is called Prince Robot, and he has a TV as a head. And their, their characters are really diverse. Even the civilians, they're really diverse. You can see yourself in this series, wow. you know? 
they haven't turned it into a TV show or a movie, which I won't watch, but <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> they're really, they're really cool. It's a badass series, so I, I recommend it. Over You're totally and over. selling it. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I feel down, honestly, okay, this is gonna sound silly, but sometimes <laughs> when I'm like, I don't know, I feel discouraged about something or I need like a boost, I'll read the first tome because Alana is such a badass. She takes no shit from no oh, one, and so whenever I'm like. Man, I pick. I feel like discouraged. I'll pick the book, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. I can do this. You know, awesome. she can. I can do this. And it's a comic book. That's awesome. <laughs> so I recommend it to all. I like that. Yeah. Who knew that manga could yeah, motivate and you know all that, all that good stuff that we definitely need. Are you into the Marvels, Marvel series? Like, I watched the movies. Mm-hmm. I never, I've never picked up. I'm not even gonna lie. I've never picked up a comic book or anything like that. That's why half the time, whenever I'm watching, you know, these movies in the theaters, I'm like so lost when everyone's like screaming because at the very end after the credits, some new characters are introduced and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And I'm sitting there like, "Babe, uh, <laughs> can you explain to me why this guy is a big deal? Who's Carnage? Who's this? Who's that?" Like, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I've never been into uh, Marvel comic books or anything like that. So this this whole world is definitely new for me. Yeah. I like it though. I'm learning. Oh yeah, the Marvel makes the best movies. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like X Men. Yeah. Like, it's actually, like, an event. When an X-Men comes out... For sure. Growing up, me, my brother, my friends would be like, yo, X-Men came out. You ready? Friday night? All right, let's go. So you'll watch that? Because I never re- read the series. Oh. <laughs> True to form, guys. True to form. I love that. You're so unwavering. <laughs> I never read the series. Maybe I watched it on TV, but I never read it. And so I love X-Men movies. Yeah, they're good. And you know what I find? I find that um even though like, you know, you know both of us we never we never read the comic books. I do feel like for the most part the movies are so well done that you kind of get the background. Yeah. And as you watch them going on and on, you kind of learn about the characters and and stuff like that. You don't really have to well, I'm I'm sure actual Marvel you know fanatics will will not like me saying it. You don't actually have to read them. You probably do. Um, yeah. But I feel like I still leave like totally getting the full mm-hmm. grasp of the story mm-hmm. and the the general storyline. So I think they're great. Same with Batman. Yeah, Batman yeah. the movies, not the ones from when we were growing up. Like not the ones that, what's his name, the actor, Kevin something. Ah, uh, you know, with uh, Catwoman was Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. So it was good, but the best Batman is with Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was playing the he Joker. He wasn't Batman. Yeah, he was Joker. He was the Joker. And was it Christian Bale that was yeah, the Batman Christian during... Bale, yeah, he yeah. plays Batman. But I'm saying that Batman movie... Oh, that movie. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. That was the awesome. Best the Dark Knight. Batman ever. Yes. Yeah. That was that was a really good movie. So good. R.I.P. Yeah, Heath Ledger. <laughs> such a classic. Yeah, such a classic. Did you know Black Panther came from a comic book as I well? I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. Uh, did you watch that? Black Panther? No, I never read. Uh, I never read. Oh, to be honest, I didn't even know it came from a comic book until the movie came out. Did you watch the movie, though? Of course. Okay. I watched the movie so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I went twice in one week to watch Good. Black Panther. Like, holy cow, they're making the, the sequel. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I thought it was great. That Black Panther is everything. It's like, 
Oh my god, that was great. I, I liked reading a lot of the criticism because you know I like to kind of get both sides. So I liked reading a lot of the criticism that it got and like good or bad. Bad. Like there's like not everyone likes everything. What so, was the bad criticism? Well, I guess a lot of people felt like it was because I liked the fact that um, because Wakanda is a, a made up place, it's a fictional place. Yeah. I liked the fact that it took from different parts of African culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of you see it in like the different tribes and the different things that they do, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people didn't like that. So there was a lot of criticisms on just like you know, the cultural aspects of Wakanda and what does that mean and all that other kind of stuff. So just reading people's opinions on that. But I thought that was great. I thought Mm -hmm. it was great that, you know, it was this fictional place that took a little bit from, you know, this country or this tribe or this culture and kind of like mixed it all into this like, I don't know, beautiful. But even within one country, they could be like 250 tribes. Exactly. Some people didn't, didn't, I don't know. Some people had criticisms about, about About that. that. Yeah. yeah. The criticism I heard was like, don't go watch the movie if they're not going to pour back into black communities. And I was like, please shut up. Like, please, <laughs> fake, your argument. The fake wokes. Yeah, it really yeah. has no place here. Yeah, There's I an, thought it was good. Yeah, I love Black Panther. There's another show called Black Lightning. It's a TV show that's on now, but it, it comes from DC Comics. Okay. Um... It's a pretty good show. I think it's the first black family with superpowers on TV oh, right now. I've, yes, I've heard of it. I've and it's it, really, yeah. really well done. It's believable. You root for them. I watch it weekly. I think it's fantastic. So I would, I would recommend everyone read it. Uh, watch it. I'll read it. Well, I mean, read it too. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Are you interested in reading? Now that we have all this list. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to look into Saga. Saga, That yeah. one that you mentioned, that one actually seems the the most interesting. Yeah. I actually looked up to see if there was any um, black manga creators. And there were a few, but a lot of them are unpublished. Mm-hmm. So I guess you have to find their works like through their websites or different things like that. Mm-hmm. But more and more i think it's coming out of the just being in like the japanese market and it's kind of oh, yeah. it's all over the place so. mm-hmm. roxanne yeah. gay also contributed to the black panther comics right right as well as uh tennessee coats we've mentioned him in the kanye episode yeah. he also him and roxanne gay worked on the black panther series mm-hmm. but i'm not super familiar with other black creators who are into that scene but i would definitely do more research because that would be super interesting yeah, a few of the names I, I got were Sarah Bowman, also known as S. Sama, um, Latif Saheed, Nashia, and uh, from Ghana, there's a visual storyteller named Sitor Fiadezibe, and he's the author of a graphic novel called Ndikra, The Legend of the Bearers, and supposedly, he, he's pretty big. He's okay. Pretty, he's pretty big. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll get my Maybe Google on. Into, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to look into that. So, yeah, I like this episode. I like learning, like... Something I, I, I wasn't really uh, privy to before. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Even just being on the podcast and showing, like, you know, where strengths are. And, mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't really know much about this. And being able to say, like, you're ignorant on a topic and explore it. Yeah. So. It's all about yeah. exploring new uh, new avenues about reading. Like, reading novels is not for everyone. Yeah. And there's different types of literature, for sure. Yeah, and graphic novels can bring just as much satisfaction 100%. as a 300-page novel. So it really, to me, it doesn't matter. Like, I always say to people who tell me they don't like reading, 
I always say it's not that you don't like reading. It's just that you haven't found the right book for you. I like that. Yeah. There's that's no such thing as like you don't that. not liking reading or books are boring. No. no. You have your style. You have your, your taste. And you just haven't found, found it. it. But once you I do. Like mm-hmm. So for some, it could be mangas. For others, it could be comic books. It doesn't matter. Like I feel comic books like. I'm going to go back to Dragon Ball here. But they <laughs> teach a lot of good values. Even yeah. Saga teaches a lot of values. Archie, you know, of course they have this big humor. It's funny. So it's under that umbrella of being humorous. But still, you can still learn things from right. from reading them, you know. So I agree. You guys write in and tell us your, your favorite mangas or animes growing up. Yeah. If you read any of them now. And if you want to explore anything that we talked about today, let us know. I'm always seeking out new comic books to read. Somebody suggested on Instagram the other day, Alex and Ada. And it's basically this guy who, uh, they they live years from where we are today. And at at the time that they're at, robots, are they look like us. But they basically, they just do what we want, right? Okay. But they're really advanced. This guy in the book, his grandmother has a lover and he's a robot. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so I'm at the first tome. I, I'm going to order the second and third one. And I think, yeah, it's just around around that. Like, what if robots become independent? What's going to happen to the human race? And can we live together if they are independent? So I'm really excited to finish that series. Yeah, and it, it's not it's not a far-fetched storyline <laughs> anyway, to be honest. Yeah, we're not far from those no, times. Not at all. Right, so yeah. that's it for today. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.